and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And it's actually really mostly about our lives. Folks, I hope you're having a weekend because we are having a weekend over here. I think we're having a weekend, but you know, my question to you is what is a weekend? It's the time of the week in which the town that we're living in has no parking spaces. Mm, yeah, we look uh, we look outside, we go, huh, there's more people here than usual. Must be a weekend. Yes, we live in a beach town at the moment, so uh, people coming to the beach. You know, it's something interesting. We live, uh, we live in a town adjacent. We don't live here. I mean, we kind of live here right now, but we don't really live here. I mean, we're staying with uh, my family in a town that is adjacent from a town that is trying to be rebels and opening up earlier than the governor of New Jersey wants everybody to open up. They're talking restaurants, indoors, all that shit. Yeah, and then you're talking about Asbury Park, Asbury New, Park Jersey. New Jersey. The we mayor can say has it. gone the mayor has gone rogue. And um what's the guy the governor of New Jersey is going to sue him? Phil Murphy. I believe that's his name. Governor Murphy is uh yeah, apparently he's going to sue the uh town town of Asbury Park. I just don't want to get covid. 19. Do you know what I mean? So, Asbury, just stay shut a little bit longer. I don't yeah, know. We're very if, close. I don't know if it's a curve, if it's been flattened. Honestly, I haven't seen COVID 19 news for about three weeks since the protests around the world started for Black Lives Matter. And um, I, I know it's still out there. I know people still have COVID. And um, I just don't know what's going on with it. Well, you got to pop that news on because they're talking about it again. What are they? Well, yes. Um, up until probably yesterday when a, another uh, unarmed black man was killed in Atlanta. But dear uh, God. Um, yeah, it's a horrible time to be living. Period. It's just a horrible time to be on this earth. I don't um, know. There might be the argument that it's a good time because there's no. being social change. No, I am. I mean, we want to No, You want to be living in 38 years from now. Right. You want to be born. Yeah. Uh, when the change is actually taken effect, fingers crossed. Right, and they talk about the lost year of 2020. Right. Um, we're part of the year of like, damn, you were a 2020 person? <laughs> like, fuck, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you had to live through that horse shit. This is such a terrible, terrible year. This first six months of this year was awful. I can't imagine the next six months being any better. Um, but yeah, what was happening is finally the news cycle um, was mentioning uh, Corona again because um, people had forgotten about it. I think when the news stops talking about it 24-7, the country's like, all right, we're good. It's hot out now, so we go outside and play with each other. And it's like, no, we're <laughs> we not We go good. outside and tongue-kiss strangers. No, not yet. Not yet. And maybe not ever again. Maybe not ever again. Oh, that's my favorite thing to do. Listen, I could go... I could go my entire life without ever touching another human being. And that includes you. How dare you? <laughs> well, I mean, I never liked it in the first place. I really don't. I don't like physical touch. Does that make me a sociopath? <laughs> yes. So be it. At least I'm clean of them germy germs. And interesting news. I read an article that said... An uh, interesting news. An interesting news. Are you trying to say that my news ain't interesting? And news that is interesting. Um, and related news. I read an article saying that people who like refuse to adapt um, like pandemic behavior, like wearing a mask and social distancing and that sort of stuff, um, are also exhibit a high traits of sociopathic personality traits. Is that have something to do with um, 
going against the grain? I think it has something to do with being like consumed with one's own self and only concerned with like one's own comfort and schedule and not wanting to be like not wanting to have to adapt for the sake of other people. Because I don't want to adapt for the sake of other people. But, but and like, yet you do. What I, I just go, fuck, man. I gotta fucking do this thing, fucking shit, and Nick, then I do you it. like to think you're such a grump, but you're not like that at all. Yes, I Nick's am. Nick's going around, he's passing out masks, <laughs> he's telling everybody, stay six feet, that's right. I would love to be that person, but I actually do think I'm, of, I'm more the person that- You're not that much of a grump. I think I am. Mm-mm. Nick, you're always reminding me to grab my mask all the time. It has nothing to do with the fact that- I'm not grumpy that that I'm asking you to grab your mask. It had nothing to do with that. It's the fact that I don't want to be with the dumbass who doesn't wear a mask. And I don't want you to get sick because then it's like, fuck, now my fucking fiance is sick and now I got to call the fucking hospital. <laughs> That's basically what, what, that is the hamster that is on the wheel in my brain. That's what he's like. I, you know those shirts that are like, I'm with stupid I wonder if there's going to be one that says, I'm with the dumbass not wearing a mask. I could see those popping up all uh, over spring break next I'm year. I'm with this piece of shit. I'm with this asshole. You know, there's been a lot of news and reality television, guys, um, especially with uh, what's going on with the protest. And if you want to hear about it, you should sign up for our Patreon. Oh, nice, Ash. I mean, if you want to hear about it, go ahead and, and read about it. If you want to hear our reactions to the fact that uh, somebody of our, off our beloved challenge uh, has been fired from the franchise, mm. uh, how a couple people from my beloved Vanderpump Rules have been fired from mm. the franchise. Uh, we talked all about it on our first Patreon episode, our first bonus episode of June 2020, went up on Saturday of last week. Uh, you can check that at uh, patreon.com forward slash reality blows and then sign up for the $5 a month bonus tier that gets you two extra episodes a month from us. And we already put up one for the month of June. And what we did, and it's really fun, guys, and I think we might do it again, is we just recorded a little bit each and every day, almost, of last week. <laughs> Something and, happened on yeah. one day. So it's like uh, it's like a little diary where you get to hear our thoughts on everything. We even give you our thoughts on what it was like after we recorded the last challenge recap that we did last Thursday. So it's uh, I think it's kind of a cute episode. I liked it. We talked about raccoons. We talked about the news. We talked about reality TV. We talked about the beach. I mean, we really did it up, folks. So for everything Reality Blows, check out realityblowspodcast.com. Baby, if you sign up, you get a sticker. Get on in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Somebody else did that recently. We thank you for it. So. Oh, my God. Sweetest message ever. Yeah. It turns out we're never going to be able to not talk about the challenge on yeah. this podcast because the last like three or four reviews are like, hey, you guys are great five stars don't stop doing challenge stuff because that's how i found you you guys are great and it's like damn it's yeah. like right at the moment where ash and i are like we're not doing any more challenge stuff well i just feel like i need to distance myself from mtv in general i feel like yeah um, but by the way uh stick around to the end of the episode <laughs> we'll be talking about the second season of double shot at love which we watched the first episode yeah with a little uh two two little known stars named Vinny and paulie d maybe oh, you've yeah. heard of them um, so yeah, we've just been sort of 
having little talks, little chit chats here and there about really uh, what we're what we're doing with our challenge coverage. Who are we doing it for? Is it bringing us joy anymore? Is it something that we want to continue doing? And the the beauty of this podcast is that it's not a challenge podcast. It's it is a, not. It's a Nick and Ash podcast. It is. So we feel like, hey, we can change it at any time. We can switch it up. And uh, every time we get kind of close to committing to switching it up, we get an email or a review saying that that is how someone found us. And so it looks like we're just going to be doing this for quite some time. Uh, you need a hook in podcasting and i believe that might be one of our hooks um you know the thing about our challenge podcasts is that i think they're very good they're incredible i think we do a good (laughs) job so the folks that did find us and watch uh listen to each and every podcast including those recaps and enjoy our recaps i get you i get you yeah because uh you know i've listened to some recap shows and i've listened to reaction shows to stuff and i think what we do is a great blend of a recap scene by scene recap of a television show plus commentary interwoven yeah and i i'm i People do that. There's enough out there, folks. You probably don't need us. But what we do, our brand, I think it's really good. You don't have to tell these folks. Well, maybe some of them don't listen to that part of the podcast. There's no way that someone just listens to the Monday show. I think, yes, there is. Really? Yes, I do. I think there's 100% of way. Well, then toot toot that horn. Toot toot that horn, folks. Um, Um, But yes, uh, I'm just going to continue to talk about our podcast (laughs) on our podcast it's really feels like we're in a like such a, a vacuum of it life ex, right of up oh, i'm having a stroke feels like we're in a vacuum of life experience right now right because it's I don't like know what you mean well we just we record a podcast like every day because feels like it. Sure. <laughs> i mean well we we basically have we did we did a podcast every day for the patreon last week because we did our little daily check-ins we did our recaps of um the challenge then you have another podcast called right. fip which you keep losing guests for and i keep <laughs> having to be on guys have you uh subscribed? stop it stop promoting i things. need this one <laughs> you back it off. oh my god have you guys um recorded i mean have you guys <laughs> you're losing and now I you've passed the stroke on to me. Listen, I'll just do it quick. Uh, Nick has a podcast called Ep by Ep where he watches episodes of Step by Step and then he talks about them, okay, in order. He does like a recap and stuff. But he's supposed to have guests on, but he keeps not like securing his guests. And so I just keep being the guest. And I don't mind it at all because I do love this man very much. Um, and that's all that needs to be First said about all, it. That's all I, that needs to be said. I... I, I, I don't secure my guests. I give my guests the episode we're going to watch. They agree to it. And then I follow up. Hey, you ready to do this? And they go, oh, shit, I forgot. That happened one time. And then the next time, the person that was going to record with me, who I'm actually going to record with immediately following this podcast, told me that their internet was out all day and they could not record. And so, then the other the first time I did it, because I've done it three times, was because you just forgot, forgot. to get guest. that one. I forgot to secure a guest. That one, that w- the guest was not secured. Yeah, and it was my fault. But the rest of the times was not my fault. And you wanted to be on my podcast, that by app, which you can find 
on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Nick and I decided to do something fun today. We're going to take a test. Let me just say this right now before oh my we move God. on. Let's Guys, move. I really think you should check out App by App. Especially check out the ones with me and Ashley. You don't have to listen to them in order, even though we're starting from episode one and we're going to the very end of Step by Step. And by we, I mean me. But uh, number one, I recorded an incredible theme song for that. It's really about the theme song. It's it great. really is. Number two, Ash is very good on this podcast, and Ash gets real dirty on it for some reason. I do have to say, it's a very different vibe than what you get here on this podcast. If you have a clear idea of who I am on this podcast, um, I would say avoid the Ep by Ep ones, because I go blue. I'm going to say this. Ash is also mean to me on it. <laughs> so if you want to hear that, check out Ep by Ep. <laughs> A podcast about step-by-step. Step. So Nick and I decided to take um, a personality test with you guys. It's called the 16 Personality Test. And basically, it's just uh, questions that we can, we're going to ask ourselves and each other. And we're going to figure out who we are by the end of it. I'm curious. Are you curious to find out who you are? Always. And you can just go to 16personalities.com. I mean, hopefully this is not a scam that's just there to get like all of our money. Um, but I don't think you have to put any money in. So maybe it's a scam to get our information. We'll find out by the I end hope, of it. I hope we're getting scammed, guys. Okay, Nick, pull your phone up and open it up because you've got to click on your own answers to get your own um, oh, I know profile, babe. And we'll go over each question together and then we're going to discuss them. Can I talk to you about like the little rules? they give you up front here on this free personality yeah, test. Yeah, go for it. So number one, they say fast and easy. Takes less than 12 minutes. How is that a rule? Number two, they go be yourself. Answer honestly, even if you don't like the answer. That's tough. Do you agree? No, I, I feel neutral about my answers, no. whatever they are. And then the other one is complete it all. Try not to leave any neutral answers. Uh-oh, so uh-oh, gonna be a problem. shit. It's going to be a problem. Okay, uh, Ash, let's get into it. Okay, you enjoy vibrant social events with lots of people, so you get a choice to agree or disagree, and then there's like a value system of dots in between. So there's five dots in between, kind of giving you the spectrum of agreeing to disagree. There's seven dots. There's five in between. Oh, between agree and disagree? No, yeah. I think that, I don't know if that's seven agree dots or disagree. Total. What do you mean? I think that that's just the range betwixt. No, agree is hard agree and disagree is hard disagree. Well, and then the there's five dots in between. I'm having an issue with this first one because this was clearly created before COVID-19 and the yeah. pandemic. So yeah. you enjoy vibrant social events with lots of people. I don't. I right. don't want to do that right now. Yeah. But is this in a world in which we can? Yes, it's in a, think of yourself okay. pre-COVID. So this pre is a pre-COVID personality test. All right. And I don't know if I enjoy vibrant social events. I used to when I was in my 20s, but now I'm in my 30s and I'm tired. I like just kind of hanging out with Nick. I don't really like them either. I, did I did I say that I did like them? No, really you like ne you've either. never said you like them. Okay, so are you going to do a hard disagree? No. A slightly disagree? I'm going to go the least amount of disagree that I can without being neutral. Okay, so you're going to do a somewhat disagree, mm -hmm. basically. Um, you enjoy vibrant social events with lots of people. I'm going to do a somewhat agree. Because I do like being social, mm -hmm. okay? I just, I, I don't, I don't want to go hard on it. Okay. But I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. You often spend time exploring unrealistic yet intriguing ideas. I'm going to do a hard agree for me. Yeah, I'll do that as well. <laughs> yeah. We're dreamers over here. 
Um, your travel plans are more likely to look like a rough list of ideas than a detailed itinerary. Um, let's think about the last time we tra- actually traveled somewhere on vacation. When we went to um, the Olymp- when we went to Olympic National Park, we kind of had a rough idea. I feel like, and I think that was because of me. I don't. I think that you would travel with no plans. Really. Yeah, there was a long pause there. What happened? Well, because I'm trying to figure out if I agree or disagree with that statement. <laughs> because I, when we go traveling, I'm like, here's a list of things I want to do. And then you're like, okay. It's never really like, oh, Ashley, here's a list of, th- I've looked into it. Here's a list of things that this area offers that I'd like to do. Except for sometimes you're like, we got to go to Bojangles. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think that's because I probably, I don't, I think it's, I feel that way and and seem like I don't want to make plans because maybe I don't know much about what we're doing or it's your idea to go there, stuff like that, Mm. possibly, or I don't know. But I will tell you right now that if you were to like say, let's go to Disney World, Mm -hmm. right? And I was like, okay, we're going to Disney World and I plan a trip to Disney World, every fucking day would have a plan. Okay. So I, 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 because that's what's throwing me here is I think... I would over plan stuff. I've never seen you plan. (laughs) (laughs) And so this, this response from you that if you were to travel, you would have a detailed itinerary is I got to say bogus because. Well, we don't go anywhere. That's my trip. Okay. So like whenever we usually travel, whenever we usually travel, it's to your family. What about Olympic national park? That was was the one time. And I'm pretty sure that we had, a plan. We I had go- things we I wanted to, to do Seattle. that I looked into. And I was like, hey, I want to go to these waterfalls. You know, I want to go to this beach. Yeah, maybe I just didn't understand. how. I've never been <laughs> hiking or anything like that at that point. So I didn't really understand what to look for or to plan for. Is that our only couples trip that we've done like solo? No. We've been together nine years and that's the only trip we've know. taken. I don't Do you really want to get on into that right now? I mean, that's what this podcast is about. Hey, you got to take me somewhere, It's man. a couples pod. Okay, so how are you going to answer this? Your travel plans uh, are more likely to look like a rough list of ideas and a detailed itinerary. I'm going to say strongly agree, but not fully agree. Uh, I'm going to say uh, somewhat agree. Okay. So you're just really riding that middle line. You're just yep, really right going now for I neutral. Am. Okay? Right now I am, yep. You no, all, the other one, you often spend time exploring unrealistic. That's a hard, a hard, a hard agree. agree. That's yeah. true. That's true. You often think about what you should have said in conversation long after it has taken place. You need 70 more dots on the agree sign for you to fill this in. This is you to a T. How dare you? I was going to say disagree. You're lying. <laughs> I was going to say disagree. I am going to say that uh, you often think about what you should have said in conversation long after it has taken place. I'm going to say somewhat <laughs> disagree. Do you really think that's me to a T? Because I don't necessarily yes, I, think I, I of think things that, I should have said. I just go over the conversation. Nah, you, you need to. That's what they mean. Okay, you, I'll hit you strong, need agree. To hit strong agree. Okay, if your friend is sad about something, your first instinct is to support them emotionally, not try to solve their problem. Mm, I'm going to say that's a strong disagree for you. You're a big problem solver when someone's upset or sad. You're not there to support them emotionally. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to say I'm 100% there to support emotionally. Okay. 
Um, people can rarely upset you. Ooh, that's a strong disagree for me, me right? Me too, me too. Yeah, I think we get upset a lot. Um, <laughs> next, you often rely on other people to be the ones to start a conversation and keep it going. That is a strong disagree for me. That's me too. I feel the burden of keeping a conversation going um, all the time. Not so yeah. much now in COVID times because it's just yeah. you. Now, on this podcast, you should say agree. How dare you? (laughs) Okay, so if you have temporarily put your plans on hold, you make sure it's your top priority to get back on track as soon as possible. Mm. That's an odd question. Yeah, what is that? I don't think I've ever had plans. That you've had to put on hold hold or just plans in general? Yeah, both. That is tough. If you ever have to put your plans on hold... You make sure it's your top priority to get back on track as soon as possible. Honestly, I think if I've ever gotten off track, I usually just forget about my plants. Okay, so that seems like a disagree for you. Maybe like a second dot of disagree. Okay, I'm going to do a somewhat disagree. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to somewhat agree on that. What? What is that based off of? You just... (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm just saying, if I had plans, I'd be trying to get back to them. Well, I, I don't understand the question. Like... Does that mean like social plans or like life plans? Yeah, I somewhat agree. You rarely worry if you made a good impression on someone you met. I disagree. I'm I'm never. I, oh wait, no, I agree. You I do rarely wor- worry. You rarely worry. I just assume I've made a good impression, which is probably not the best way to live. But if uh, you got to be honest, I'm gonna do uh, kind of agree, which is the second dot. I think I've probably thought a couple times, like, eh, I don't know if I killed that one. You mm, know what I mean? I rarely worry. I you, rarely. Sh- you should start worrying. It would be a challenge for you, Nick Maritato, to spend the whole weekend all by yourself without feeling bored. That's a strong, strong disagree. disagree. Strong disagree. <laughs> I need more. You need more what? Weekend? Is that what you need more you of? Are, um, you are more of a detail-oriented person than a big-picture person. Mm. I am. I'm neither. Big picture. Is it possible to be neither? I'm big picture. So I'm, but I'm, I, I can talk a little details. I, I feel weird about saying hardcore disagree. So I'm just going to do the second dot and disagree. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll just get fucking famous next. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and I'm not like talking about the little incremental movements that you have to make to get there. Huh. It's a problem. That's the bad one. I think maybe I'm more detail oriented. What do you think? I don't know. I'd go neutral for you. What? Yeah, I got nothing for you. I'm going to go more detail-oriented because just because I'm thinking specifically about, like, like my work, like when I'm writing for something, I usually break things into tiny little chunks, and that feels like a detail-oriented thing than yeah. a big picture. You are very affectionate with people you care about. That's a strong agree for me. Uh, what do you think? Um, are you affectionate with people you care about? No. <laughs> I mean, you're affectionate with me. But I'll say, uh, but I'll say, uh, I'll say a somewhat agree. I've never seen you get drunk and look at it like a guy friend and be like, man, I love you, dude. I love you. Somewhat agree. I got a somewhat agree. There. But you're affectionate with me. So yeah, you can do a, agree. Okay. So you have a careful and methodical approach to life. Do I have a careful and methodical approach to life? I think this is a disagree for both of us. You don't think we're careful or methodical? No. I don't think. I All think right, we're fine. reckless and 
whatever the opposite of methodical is. Fine. You are still bothered by the mistakes you made a long time ago. Ugh, how dare they ask me that? That's a hard agree for you. How That's a dare they? second to disagree for me. Yeah, right? Nick forgets things almost immediately. I'm off that. He's like, yeah, that would stress me out, but why would I think about it? Like, how? But I'm not doing the hardcore agree. How do you? How? You're not doing the hardcore disagree. No, hardcore disagree, yeah, because I've thought of it. You know, it's happened. At parties and similar events, you can mostly be found farther away from the action. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last party <laughs> I went to. Oh, yes, I do. I was in a corner accusing someone of being a capitalist. Um, so I'm going to say I wasn't with the action at all with the last party I was at. Um, I really don't remember the last party I went to either. But when I do get my ass to go to a party, I'm the life of it. So I'm going to go disagree. I'm going to go slightly agree. Um, you often find it difficult to relate to people who let their emotions guide them. I'm going to say disagree, and I'm going to say agree for you, Nick. I think that... i got to reread this. You often find it difficult to relate to people who let their emotions guide them. Meaning people who are emotionally driven, who make decisions based off their emotions, you don't really relate to them. Do, would you say that that is true or false? And I'd like to know if you, I'd like to know if you think you make decisions based off your emotions. I do. I'm not a pragmatic, practical man. I like to be. Mm. I would like to be. That's but, your higher goal. Uh, you know, if someone pisses me off and I'm in a bad mood, I just decide to yell at them, and then later I realize that was the a mistake. That is so your I style. So I have to apologize. That so. is your style. I I I, I am led by my emotions. Uh, so am I. Do I find it difficult to relate to people? No, I get it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say hard disagree. On I that. did a hard disagree too. When looking for a movie to watch, you can spend ages browsing the catalog. Strong agree for you. Strong agree for me. Strong agree for you. I'm gonna do slightly disagree for me. I usually just I'm like I'll look for like ten minutes and then I'm like I've already spent too much time looking. Let me just find something pop yeah. in. You can stay calm under a lot of pressure. I'm going to do a hardcore agree for myself. Hardcore agree for myself as well. I'm just kidding. What? I I'm think, kidding. Yeah, I'm you not. are really bad I under panic. pressure. Sometimes you do I panic. panic. You do I'll panic. get it together at some point. Yeah. But I do panic. So I'm going to do a somewhat disagree. I'm my most calm for whatever reason when there is some sort of an emergency situation. I think it situation. might be because you're not smart enough to know the danger you're in. Nick, I'll slap you right now. <laughs> Something happens when there's an emergency situation. Everything goes calm. I see things very clearly. I'm like, I'm prepared for whatever is happening right now. You panic. Uh, except for the fact, yeah, you're so calm that when, like, there are firefighters rushing into our building, you're like, huh? That was different. I'm I like, was asleep. Ash, there are firefighters running into our building right now, and you literally rolled over. This is, like, one of those things that you're going to bring up for the rest of our lives. When in a group of people you do not know... You have no problem jumping right into their conversation, I agree. I agree, too. Come on, we're performers, for the love of God. When you sleep, your dreams tend to be bizarre fan and fantastical. That's, I'm going to disagree on that. That is a hard agree for me. B by the way, my dreams are like a hard agree. I'm like in my fucking high school. You know, I'm in the parking lot of my graduation. I'm, at, I'm in a treehouse, and a monkey is my girlfriend. Interesting. I'm just kidding. I've never that had a monkey girlfriend. Fantastic. I've never had a monkey girlfriend. I have been in a treehouse, but it was like a camp. Okay. We were like a camp. You know, okay. it was like grounded. Do you know what I mean? So you just have dreams about high school? I have a lot of dreams where I'm with 
friends, like a loose collection of people that I knew throughout school, and we are in some sort of a school function. Hmm. Um, one time That's I was naked trying to go to like some sort of a graduation. One time I was like in eighth grade, but like I was my age and I was like, fuck, man, I can't believe I got to be in eighth grade right now. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of weird sort of situations like that. Every time I try and talk to you about your dreams, you're very like closed off about it. And then or you'll be like, I don't know. I was in line trying to get money out of the ATM. It's always like a very yeah, like boring, regular life thing. I usually don't remember them either. So. Now, something that's interesting is that I have lots of, I have friends, I have a handful of friends who will call me to talk to me about their dream. They want me to interpret it for them, give them my opinion, etc., etc. And um, I was giving your grandmother a little uh, insight into her into her dream, right? Helping her with that. Yeah. And I think I brought up some really good points. Well, keep at it, Ash. There's <laughs> nothing more exciting than somebody talking about their dreams. I'm just here to help is what I'm saying. Also, before you move on from dreams, I got one to share. Okay, guys. So my dream was that I was a very powerful witch, okay? And I was fighting another witch who was a bad witch. And that my that something happened at the bottom of the of a cave that was full of water. And I had to get back in there. I had to get my witch friends to come help me. That's right. Aparna and Joe were powerful witches in this dream. And I had to get their help to fight this evil witch on our way there we learned that there was, in fact, an informant, okay, on my side who was slipping information to the bad witch. There were two people that it could possibly be. Some gal, I don't remember her name, she was a friend or something, and the other person was Nick. Okay. What's that supposed to mean? I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Let's get back to this. In your opinion... It is sometimes okay to step on others to get ahead in life. Hard, Hard agree disagree. for Ashley. How dare you? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say uh, step on others to get ahead in life. They don't say whether or not those others are good. Could it's, be Nazis. It's never good to step on others All to right. get ahead well, in I life. Well, I probably wouldn't want anybody to know I did that. <laughs> so I'm going to say somewhat disagree. My God. You are dedicated and focused on your goals, only rarely getting sidetracked. Hard disagree. Hard disagree. <laughs> if you make a mistake, you tend to start doubting yourself, your abilities, or your knowledge. Hard disagree. Um, let me think about that one for a second. If I make a mistake, I tend to start doubting myself, my abilities, and my knowledge. Doesn't matter how many times I fuck up, I still think I'm great. I'm going to do a slight agree for this one because I can really go into a spiral over that. When at a social event, you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to ones you already know. That's a disagree. I'm there to chat with new uh, peeps. Oh, I'm going to. When you're at a social event. Sorry for that noise. God, guys, we're only 40% of the way through this. When at a social event, <laughs> you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the ones you already know. Yeah, that's going to be the second to closest to agree for me. Hey, I have a question. Should we um, should we just finish this off pod and then pop back on and tell our results? Because no. we're only 40% of the way through. Nah, we'll, get, we'll just go quicker. We'll go okay. quicker. You usually lose interest in a discussion when it gets philosophical. Oh, my God. Now I bet you wish we'd stopped, huh? Philosophical. I'm going to do a hard disagree. Um, What's up? 
I'm, it's just hard lose, for me. I think you lose interest. Yes, I think you do, and I think you're like because there's many a time when I've been like, Nick, do you ever think about this? And you're like, what? I'm thinking about a guy in a mustache shitting his pants. I think that is what you like to think about. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not philosophical. <laughs> All right, fine. I agreed with that. You would never let yourself cry in front of others. Hard disagree for me. Mm, that's going to be a hard agree for me. Have I ever seen you cry? Yes, you've seen me cry. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't know. You feel more drawn to places with a bustling and busy atmosphere than the more quiet and intimate ones. I'd say right now in my life, that's a hard disagree. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with that too, but it's like, who knows? I I'm avoiding people in general. Pre-COVID, I don't remember. You like discussing different views and theories on what the world could look like in the future. I mean, I haven't ever done that, but that sounds cool. I do a, like a somewhat agree. No, well, you like discussing. That means you've done it and you enjoy it. Well, I like watching Star Trek, which is basically a discussion of what the of a possibility of the future. So I'm going to agree. You like discuss discussing different views and theories on what the world could look like in the future. Um, yeah, I kind of like that. When it comes to making life-changing choices, you mostly listen to your heart rather than your head. I don't know. This doesn't mean anything to me. You can't listen with your you can't That's a listen hard agree heart. for me. Listen to your heart. You can listen to your heart. So, so what are they trying to say? Like you make some a mis you make a choice that you know is pr probably going to be bad for you because you want it. It's really your want versus your need. No, right? Do you listen to your gut or not? No, your head is your gut. Your heart is your gut. Your head is thinking things through. <laughs> no. So it basically, it's like if you're saying your head or your heart, you're saying are you making a smart decision or a dumb decision? No, that's not. It's not like black and white like that, dude. It's like when you look at something like I should take this job because there is a raise here and there's a 401k and there is a they have a health insurance program. And then your gut's like, yeah, but I went there and it like the lighting was weird. And I didn't like it. And like the people were kind of rude to me. and I didn't feel comfortable. And I know I'm not going to like driving there every day. And I just feel All weird right, about Ash, it. I, I disagree. I somewhat disagreed. You cannot imagine yourself dedicating your life to the study of something that you cannot see, touch or experience. What? So it's like, do you want to be a priest or uh, you know what I mean? Like that's basically saying like how much faith do you have? Is it? But what if it's like books? I could you can study touch books, books, but you can't touch the ideas inside of them, uh, and that's what no. you're studying, dude. Nah, that's wrong. It's a disagree for me. Uh, I don't think I can imagine myself studying something that I can't see. Really, um, I don't want to study at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, this sucks. This question <laughs> sucks. Um, yeah, I'm gonna somewhat agree. My 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 personality is gonna be right in the middle. You usually prefer to get your revenge rather than forgive. It's a hard disagree for me. Getting revenge makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't think I've ever gotten revenge on anybody, so I'm going to disagree. You often make decisions on a whim. Yeah, like what kind of ice cream I want, sure. Yeah. That's no, but like real Not decisions. Not big life decisions. Yeah, no I one's making disagree. big life decisions on a whim. The time you spend by yourself often ends up being more interesting and satisfying than the time you spend with other people. I mean, I want it to be, but that's a disagree. I'm going to go agree. Really? Yeah. I like being alone. I'm an only child. Okay. You often put special effort into interpreting the real meaning or the message of a song or a movie. Agree. Yeah, somewhat disagree. 
You always know exactly what you want. Disagree. You rarely think back on the choices you made and wonder what you could have done differently. Disagree. Do I rarely do that? I rarely do that. I mean, I disagree that I rarely do that. Yeah, that's a weird weird question. Uh, I'm going to say agree. When in public places, you usually stick to quieter and less crowded areas. I agree. I agree with that, too. You tend to focus on present realities rather than future possibilities. I agree with that. I agree. Um, You often have a hard time understanding other people's feelings. Hard disagree. I usually always understand where someone's coming from. I agree. You have a hard time? No, no. I mean, I did. See, this is confusing me. When starting to work on a project, you prefer to make as many decisions up front as possible. What does that mean? When starting a, to work on a project, you prefer to make as many... Like, how willy-nilly are you going to be when it comes to a project? Um, like, how much, like, yeah, let's see what happens is there with you. A lot. Yeah, so you So I disagree. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. <laughs> when you know someone thinks highly of you, you also wonder how long it will be until you become disap- they become disappointed in you. That's mm, weird. I disagree. I agree. What? I agree. That's a feeling that I have. That's bad. I what? You're gonna get a bad personality. Why? You can't get a bad personality it's, with yeah, this. Yeah, you will. It doesn't assign you personality. Yes, you will. Guess what? You love my personality. That's you why you wish. asked me to marry you. Yeah, right. And now that's hey, just, I hate to break it to you on this podcast, but that whole me asking you to marry me stuff—that was a joke. Guys, I wish you could have seen how hard Nick just committed to that. First off, he threw his phone on the bed so that he could use his hand for the character that he was doing. I'm a big gesticulator. He had too much fun with that. You feel comfortable just walking up to someone you find interesting and sucking their ass. (laughs) Wait, no, that's not it. You feel comfortable just walking up to someone you find interesting and striking up a conversation. A hard disagree. That's weird. That's weird. A hard agree. Why is that weird? You never go up to somebody you don't know and strike up a conversation. People do it to you because you have a friendly face and you find it fucked up. No, I do it all the time at parties when I'm out partying That's, with my gal. Dude, your your personality is going to be fucking wrong. What the fuck? Okay, I'll do a slightly agree. How about that? You often drift away into daydreaming about various ideas and scenarios. Hard agree. Nah, I can just stare into space disagree. forever. You look after yourself first and others come second. That's a hard agree. Yeah, I think Not that's... Me. I don't know what that is for me. You, you're an agree. What the... What? Put agree down. I'm going to put did. a somewhat disagree for myself. Even when you have planned a particular daily routine, you usually just end up doing what you feel like doing at any given moment. I'm going to do a slightly agree for that yeah, one. Yeah, I'll do a slightly agree. I for try that and one. plan hour by hour, and it's not, not, doesn't really work for me. Your mood can change very quickly. Agree. Yeah, both of us are moody as hell. Uh, blood sugar. You often contemplate the reasons for human existence or the meaning of life. Hard agree. Every day. Mm, somewhat agree. You often talk about your own feelings and emotions. Hard agree. Eh, I'm going to say a disagree on me. Yeah. Okay. You, you have got detailed education or career development plans stretching several years into the future. Disagree. Disagree. <laughs> you rarely dwell on your regrets. Disagree. Uh, disagree for me. What? Disagree. No. I rarely dwell on my... Means I often dwell on oh, my regrets. yeah, yeah. So, I'm, <laughs> so you're, you're an agree. All right. Spending time in a dynamic atmosphere with lots of people around quickly makes you feel drained and in the need of a getaway. Uh, 
Disagree. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say disagree because I get kind of juiced up. I don't want to do it. Yeah, and I go there, I get juiced. That's up. That's me too. I get all juicy. You, you see yourself as more of a realist than a visionary. Agree? Huh? I'm a visionary through and through. I'm gonna disagree. You find it easy to empathize with a person who has gone through something you never have. I agree with that. Yeah, I somewhat agree. I can understand the spectrum of human emotions. Your personal work style is closer to spontaneous bursts of energy than to organized and consistent efforts. Hard agree. agree. Both of us, dog. Your emotions control you more than you control them. Somewhat agree. Somewhat agree. After a long and exhausting week, a fun party is just what you need. Hell no, dog. Yeah, that's a somewhat disagree. That's a disagree. You frequently find yourself wondering how technology... You frequently? You frequently find yourself wondering how technological advancement could change everyday life. I never thought about it once. Yeah, what a old <laughs> Disagree. You always consider how your actions might affect other people before doing them. Hard disagree. Yeah. You still honor the commitments you have made, even if you have a change of heart. Disagree. disagree. You rarely feel insecure. Disagree. disagree. Okay, you ready? Dun, da, da, da. I am a mediator, an INFPT mind. This trait <laughs> determines how we interact with environment. I'm half extroverted half introverted energy my energy is intuitive 67 percent 33 percent observant nature i'm an 83 percent feeler 17 percent thinker tactics this trait reflects our approach to work planning and decision making i'm 80 percent prospecting and 14 percent judging i wonder what the hell that means identity this trait underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. I'm 76% turbulent? <laughs> what the? 24% assertive? Let me hear what you are, dude. <laughs> that sounds like that personality sucks. All right, my personality, my personality type is adventurer. That's right. Mind. This trait determines how we interact with our environment. I am 56% introverted, 44% extroverted. That sounds right. My energy. Uh, I'm 65% observant, 35% intuitive. What do you think about that? Mm. My observant over intuitive? Um, yeah, I would say that's true. My nature. I'm sorry, I got distracted because I realized when I was, I know we're talking about you right now, but I realized while I was doing this, I clicked this little button at the top right. I've already, I did this like two years ago and I got a different personality test. I think type. I did as well. Uh, I'm right in the middle on nature, the trait that determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. 51% feeling, 49% thinking. Tactics, this trait reflects how, uh, re reflects our approach to work planning and decision making i'm 79 percent prospecting 21 percent judging me too we're kind of the same huh wait what were you we for kind of intuit did this together, intuitive though. and observant what were you again um go up, go up i was 35 percent intuitive uh 65 mm. observant so i was 67 percent intuitive and 33 percent observant now we're like the flip identity 
I am uh, 54% assertive and 46% turbulent. What the hell? Why did you get such a high assertive rate? I got 24% assertive and 76% turbulent. I don't know. INFPT, the one I got last time was ENFPT. So the only thing that seems to have changed is the I and the E in front of it. And I think that has to do with COVID. I think it's an introvert, extrovert type thing. What was the thing you got last time? Is it the same as the one you got this time? No, it was like mediator or something. Can you go up there and look? Oh, that's what I got was mediator. Yeah, that's what I got last time. And and you got adventurer this time. Yes. Interesting. So, So how do you feel? Do you feel like you know yourself more? I think that what happened was I... We wasted about a half hour of time on this podcast. I don't understand any of this shit. <laughs> what? I don't know what adventurer means. I don't know what intuitive means. I don't know what any of this stuff means. Babe, someone just listen to us do this. We don't want them to think we wasted their time. So tell me, what does it mean to be an adventurer? It means you're cool. You have cool boots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I know I have cool boots. I mean, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand what it's supposed to mean, though. I'm like right in the middle on everything. I knew that was going to be. That's how it always uh, is. I can't make decisions. Ba- you know, I can't make hard decisions like that. It's not fair. Okay? <laughs> it's not fair. Um, let's see. Uh, adventure personalities are true artists, but not necessarily in the typical sense where they're out painting happy little trees. Often enough, they are perfectly capable of this. Rather, it's that they use aesthetics, design, and even their choices and actions to push the limits of social convention. Adventurers enjoy upsetting traditional expectations with experiments in beauty and behavior. Chances are they've expressed more than once the phrase, Don't box me in! I agree with that. For me? Yeah, I see that for you 100%. You love upsetting people with your art. (laughs) <laughs> is that what it said? Yeah, yeah. That's you, dude. No, sometimes. You have yeah. a bit where you pull poop out of your pants and throw it at the audience. I really <laughs> wish you would stop bringing that up. I really do. I'm happy to be who I am, it says. Adventurers live in a colorful, sensual world inspired by connections with people and ideas. These personalities take joy in reinterpreting these connections, reinventing and experimenting with both themselves and new perspectives. What do you think about that? I don't know if you experiment with yourself or new perspectives. Oh, great. I think you're pretty set in your ways. No other type explores and experiments in this way. <laughs> this cre- this creates a sense of spontaneity, making adventurers seem unpredictable, even to their close friends and loved ones. Would you say I'm unpredictable? No, I what would fu- not say you're unpredictable. Do you think you're unpredictable? Of course. Check this out. Ha! Just threw something. <laughs> You're steady, Eddie. Despite all this, adventurers are definitely introverts, surprising their friends further when they step out of the spotlight to be by themselves to recharge. Just because they are alone, though, doesn't mean people with the adventurer personality type sit idle. They take this time for introspection, assessing their principles. Do I do that? I think so. I think I can see that. Rather than dwelling on the past or the future, adventurers think about who they are. They return from their cloister transformed. I don't know if I've seen you transform, really. What do you mean? Like, I've seen you, I don't know if I've seen you, like, go away and come back a new man. Yes, I have. (laughs) You lost weight. You lost a lot of weight. I gained some back, but still. 
Adventurers live to find ways to push their passions. Riskier behaviors like gambling and extreme sports are more common with this personality type than with others. I don't think you have any risky behavior besides refusing to wear your helmet when you bike ride. Extreme. I'm an extreme sporter. <laughs> no helmet, baby. And yeah, I did wear a helmet the last time, though. Fortunately, they're attunement <laughs> to the moment. I'm going to sue this env- personality test. Fortunately, their attunement to the moment and their environment allows them to do better than most. Adventurers also enjoy connecting with others and have a certain irresistible charm. you got to admit that's me. That is you. That is you. Adventurers always hey, know. Hey, can I read uh, mine? Nah, let's You've skip just been this. doing, I'd like to read Nobody mine. Nobody cares. You've done this 12 times. You keep getting different ones. This, we ought to I take a break. I want to know if you agree with it or not. Mediator. Mediator personalities are true idealists, always looking for the hint of good in even the worst of people and events, searching for ways to make things better. I agree with that. What do you think? Disagree. Do you really? Yeah, you're you're constantly trying to make things hard on me. How dare you? I'm always saying let's leave this situation better than we left it. <laughs> what? That's my thing. That's my tra- that's my trademark slogan. I don't think that's your trademark slogan. While they may be perceived as calm, reserved, or even shy, that's not true. Mediators have an inner flame and passion that can truly shine. That is true. Comprising just 4% of the population. Ooh, I'm special. The risk of feeling misunderstood is unfortunately high for the mediator personality type. But when they find like-minded people to spend their time with, the harmony they feel will be a fountain of joy and inspiration. Oh, that's kind of you. Thank you, babe. Yeah. Is that going to get us to take a break? I think so. Okay, folks, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the newest season of Double Shot at Love, uh, and uh, we're going to mention a few things about labor of love. A lot of love stuff going on after the break. Folks, we are back. Now, we watched a couple of TV shows this week. Well, we watched a lot of TV this week. We watched so much. First off, first and foremost, you didn't even mention this before we took the break, but we finished season 10 of Big Brother. Are we, we going to do our own, its own show? Nah, that was just for enjoyment. What are you talking about? We crushed 40 hours of <laughs> television. We're not going to discuss it on our pod? Yeah, it was just, that's for us, babe. Some things need to be just for us. That's for us. I love that show so much. I love those characters on it. I'm per- I'm into the Big Brother franchise now, 100%. Um, some things that happened on this like final episode that I really liked was that there is a jury. Okay, there's a jury. Just like Survivor, they get out the people who uh, have been voted out of the house and they decide who wins between mm. two people left. Um, season 10, lots of personalities. The problem is, is that we started off strong with this, with what is arguably the best Big Brother season of all time, you know? And so now I'm like, I don't want to watch a show that's less than. I'll be honest. I'm not too sure I'm ever going to watch another season of Big Brother. What? I'd like to. I want to maybe watch some of Yeah, I kind of want to watch that. I do. I do kind of want to watch that. But, I mean, as you just said, we did watch the best. And it's like, it takes so long to get through one of these things. And I did not enjoy it as much as our retro watches of Survivor. Survivor was better. And it's shorter. Survivor's better and shorter. So it's like, uh, I I feel like there's just more fun to be had. And there's so many seasons of Survivor I'd like to catch up on that... I don't feel that way about Big Brother. Now, I will watch another season. I will. I shouldn't have said I don't want to. I do want to try The Amazing Race. I'm out. 
What? I'm out. Why don't you want to see what that's like? There's so much Survivor to watch. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't watched Survivor in so long. It's really tough. Yeah, it's it's been like four weeks. We're going through withdrawals. Even though I have been watching Michelle's um, lives, and I signed up for Parvati's um, like coaching emails where she sends you emails being like, you can do it. You can achieve whatever you want. Sign up for my personal class where I am your life instructor. She's a life coach? Yes. Wow. Yep. As she should be. So uh, let's talk about the stuff that we did watch this week. Other we than also Big watched Big Brother. Okay. Okay. Uh, other than Big Brother. So let's start off with this Double Shot of Love season two. Is yeah. that the name of it? Mm-hmm. I'll find, I'm sure whatever. Look at the title of this podcast. That is the name, the official name of this show. I don't even know. I know it's because it's not like a season two. Do you right. know what I mean? It's like a spinoff. It's like part two. Yeah, it's like a spinoff. It's like there's no competition going on mm-hmm. here, uh, which is fine by me. I got a lot of competition shows rocking and rolling right now, and uh, I, I was surprised by this. If you guys haven't watched the show, it premiered last Thursday, and basically what's going on here is the first season's cast of Double Shot of Love, a handful of the ladies have come back to visit Polly and Vinny and stay in a suite in Vegas. A penthouse. And it's a nice place. It pretty much, I think it looks exactly like the place they stay on the Jersey Shore the uh, the past couple of seasons. Yeah. So it looks like that place. I don't know. All these Vegas penthouse places look exactly the same. There's zero personality mm-hmm. to them. But, There's like uh, a neon sign that's in the living room. Right. And furry furniture. Oh, furry furniture. And a, and a vending machine with silly string and lube. And you're like, yeah. okay, cool. So basically a handful of the girls, the ones that had a lot of personality, have come back. Besides Holly. We didn't get Holly, Holly. which I was very sad about. And they're just going to go hang out in Vegas with Vinny and Polly, but they have to get jobs. So now you're like, oh shit, this is what we're seeing here is a pretty much a a new class of the Jersey Shore. Mm -hmm. Because all these people are from Long Island and Jersey, and uh, they're told to bring their friends, and instead of bringing a bunch of ladies like Vinny and Polly thought they were going to bring, what they did was bring a couple of guys, three guys along. Well, specifically, Darren was the one that, like, Polly was like, bring your friends. And then she brought, she was like, I brought three friends from Hoboken, um, and there are three guys. They're not all from Hoboken. They're not all from Hoboken. And why was she the only one that could bring friends? She's not from Hoboken. She's not from Hoboken. I was <laughs> confused you get, by where that. Where'd you get Hoboken? She from? said that. Oh, she did? Yeah. I thought she said that she knew these guys from like the Jersey party scene. I think she said the Hoboken party scene. That's crazy. Lots that, of talk about Hoboken. Hoboken's a small place. It's crazy they have a whole party scene going on. Yeah, but so it like Nick says, you know, the, the best and the brightest of season one of Double Shot at Love are coming back to this house, but they're calling it Double Shot of Love, but it's not, it's no longer a dating game show okay so like the first season was a an elimination show your classic dating bachelorette elimination show you get a rose you don't get a rose type situation this just has the same name but instead of there being any type of um goal or you know structure that would result in an ending it just seems to be like they're hanging out and that's just what the season's going to be. They're just hanging out in this penthouse and they got to have jobs. So it's like real world if Paulie D and Vinny were kind of like overseeing it. 
I like the fact, I like a couple of things. Number one, I like the fact that they have jobs. But overall, I like that this isn't a competition, and I like that this is just a hanging out show. I didn't really want another competition you show. You loved the fact that they were doing that old school VH1 dating show type thing on Double Shot of Love. I did, and I think I got bored of it, especially the way they did it, where they were so contained in that weird mansion they were all living yeah, in. Yeah, that was strange. In uh, L.A. I, I feel like... Um, they need to kind of let it breathe, let it open up. From from the trailer for the, this this season on, it looks like there's a lot of mayhem, a lot of fights. These kids want it. You know what I mean? These kids want to be stars, so they're going to be yeah. going for it. It yeah. seems like the guys are getting in a lot of altercations. The ladies already don't love each other. A few of them do, but a few of them are on the outs bit a bit. Well, Nick, Nikki's back, and, and women still hate Nikki for some reason. Yeah, well, they hate Nikki because Polly loves her. Right. And um, there's a couple of factions going on within the girls' So first off, we have the three sort of like classic Italian Long Island ladies who are all friends. That's Darren, B-Lashes, and Marissa, right? They're all like best friends, and they all look like they're trying to do some sort of a Jersey Shore cosplay type situation. Yeah, they look, they have that look. They play the part. They play the part. And then we have Marie, uh, Maria, who I love, from Are You the One?, who came on to Double Shot at Love, and we were excited because we had liked her on Are You the One, but she had just she had barely any screen time on Are You the One because she was one of those perfect match couples that like immediately went away, and then we never heard from them again. Um, so when she was on Double Shot at Love, we were like, "This is great. We're gonna get to know her more." It turns out she's kind of like a a little awkward introvert, um, and she just doesn't seem right for this environment like I, I like that MTV casting was like we clearly have someone very watchable on our hands let's use are you the one as a classic feeder show into another MTV franchise I just wish they had picked the challenge with her I think she would have done better on the challenge I think she would have been more fun on the challenge she, these are doesn't really seem like these are her people on this show she seems awkward when she she's walking awkward. around these places and i understand there's this whole thing vinny 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 i don't know how they much have a pass i don't even know how much of a pass they have they were on tv it seems like she called him a clown and then photoshopped him as a clown on the internet and i don't think that anything else happened i i kind of doubt the relationships that some of these women claim that they have with these people because most deaf marissa b lashes darren uh, darren uh, who, who's the one with the laugh? Susie. Susie. They haven't seen Vinny or Pauly D since the since the reunion. Mm -hmm. They just haven't. And and then when you find out that uh, somebody who actually seemed to have somewhat of a relationship with one of these guys, Nikki, comes back, she hasn't seen Pauly D since the reunion. They're not talking to these ladies. They, there's no relationship. They're still a str strangers. I don't know. I feel like the Polly D and the Nikki thing might be more real. I really do. I feel like there's an actual relationship there. They did on the show, you know, stress the point they haven't seen each other since the reunion. I just don't know why I didn't believe it. I just didn't believe it. I don't know why. I've got no basis. We learned earlier in this episode, I go with my feelings. Okay? And that's what I'm going to go with here. Go with those feelings, Ash. I got nothing besides my gut, which is telling me they've been talking. So what about the actual show? How did you feel about the episode? Um, I enjoyed it. So like Nick said, they've got these, they bring these gals back. We've got Susie, Marissa, B-Lashes, Darren, 
Maria, and then eventually Nikki comes in about halfway through the episode. And they're going to be living with Polly D and Vinny in this penthouse. They're going to be working at a club that Polly D has got a residency at. They're going to be learning about how to run this club. Um, I think it's pretty much, it's pretty established up top. Um, with a cameo from the situation he's like are you guys still interested in any of these gals and they're like no we're not at all so it seems like we're all just gonna be hanging out we're all friends this is just kind of our friend group is what the angle is here um and then as nick pointed out darren brings these three guys these are clearly like the new personalities that the mtv is trying to fold into this franchise these three dudes um, I'm glad they got more dudes there. It wasn't necessarily fun just watching like Vinny and Polly D have like all these guys. It's like they should have just called it Vinny and Polly D's harem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I like that there's like a little male competition, that there's like more guys there. That's interesting. What did you think about Mike, the situation being in the beginning? You didn't even comment on it. His cameo felt seamless. It felt like, cause we, when we started watching this, it was an ending of one of the Jersey Shore episodes, right? Yeah. It was the show that was, uh, the, 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 the first part of the to be continued double double finale of the of the last season that and we then not it just watched. really just sort of seamlessly bled into this episode so yeah. him talking to um Polly d and Vinny felt very natural i for some reason must have not been paying attention because i thought that was like uh uh the, you're gonna see the situation at some point during the season no he was actually there speaking to them yeah in person i think so eating chips yeah um, well, I don't know how I feel about it. I must have not seen that. <laughs> but you know they're all going to show up, right? I mean, I'm that's what they do. Yeah, I'm interested in this. Um, I'm interested in this season. I the like... Stitch was in jail, I think, uh, when, or in prison when, when, when they, they were did filming. the first season, I think, you know? I'm so, into it. I'm interested in this. Situation I w- posted a picture on his Instagram today that I saw, and uh, it's just him and, like, four juches uh or chooches as you as as uh as paulie calls Vinny, um right doesn't he call them chooches doesn't he call oh, them a chooch yeah there's like there's like who who the situation was hanging out with in prison it yeah. was just like three older like really massive like mafia looking guys yeah and it was just like hey is the boys in the pasta and the sunday night in the sausage um which i just i looked at this picture for like five minutes just mm. staring at these that's this group too of long there aren't the, but situations arms are disgusting what do you no. know my sister gabby was in the gym a couple months ago and uh somebody tapped her on the shoulder or just said can i use this or are you done with that and she turned around and it was uh, the situation mm. and he was just working out in a wow fitness in uh, some town in new jersey and my sister said she just laughed Really? Yeah, and then he started laughing, and then, and then she he picked up the weights or whatever. Oh, isn't that nice? That's a fun moment. When you like to, run, I would like to run into this situation. I think the situation would be the easiest as far as approachability goes. Yeah, wouldn't you think? Yeah, because he has he's been humbled. The man was in prison. He's happy to be every day that he has his life out there. And so, if I'm a guy walking down the street, and I'm like, situation, I love you. You know, he's gonna be like. I'm the sitch, man. I'll take a picture. You know yeah. what I mean? He'll take a picture with you, I think. I feel like Vinny would not look at you. Vinny's a dick, man. Right? Wouldn't you think Vinny wouldn't look at you? Yeah, Vinny would just keep walking. I feel like the situation is the glue that held the Jersey Shore together, and I feel like he did not get his just desserts. No, Paulie was. No. Yes, he was. No, because if, Vin- if you took the situation out, you'd I don't have, think you'd, you'd have, have Vinny the and Jersey Paulie Shore. Out. 
Listen, it's Polly all the way. I think Polly would maybe give you a look. I don't think you're going to take a picture with Polly. Yeah, he'd give you a head nod. He'd give you a head nod. He'd give you a what's up. Or he'd give you a, you know, he'd throw one of his. Hey, his, buddy. Yes, one of his things at you real quick because he's clearly the most famous. But, uh, you know, I don't know. What about the ladies? Who do you think of the Jersey Shore would be the most approachable of the ladies? Mm, if I Dina. saw any of them out, I feel like I would, I would. Feel the most comfortable going up to JWoww. JWoww might suck you right in the mouth. I don't think so. I think if you approach JWoww with confidence and you're like, oh my God, hello, I'm a huge fan. I think you're so great. She would be like, oh, thank you and talk to you and stuff. Yeah, you think Snooki would snuff you? I just feel like Snooki would be like looking in her purse trying to find something. Well, she's She'd like be like frazzled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like she there would be a sense of chaos around her. Yeah. I feel like Dina might have like a Dina would be nice to you. you she seems so? like a nice person. Yes. Angelina? Angelina would be uh, excited that you noticed her. Yeah. You know, I think she's still, it's still nice for her that she's included in this. It's still fresh it's after still all fresh these years. After all these years. Uh, I think this is, uh, when Ashley started talking, when we started watching this show, Ashley looked at me and I was like, yeah, yeah, this will be fun and I'll, uh, we'll be watching this show. And Ashley's like, I'm not watching this show. Yeah, I was straight up like, I'm done with MTV. I'm off the MTV franchises. I'll just watch the challenge. At the end of the show, I asked her again and she said, I'll watch it. Yeah. I liked it. I think I do like the show. I'm, I I did a DVR for the whole season. We're gonna be watching it. I'll pop, I'll pop in. I'll pop out here and there. But I do like. I mean, I I kind of miss the Jersey Shore feeling. You know what I mean? But yeah. I just can't get myself to watch the actual Jersey Shore show any longer. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of done with it's these a parody people of a little bit at this point. So I'm like, yeah, bring in the new class. You know, Saved by the Bell, the new class. Did you ever watch Saved by the Bell, the new class? Nope. Terrible. Mm. A terrible show that they mm. tried to make me watch. By day, I mean TV. I feel like with this, it's got a lot of good ingredients. Mm. I feel like it's got um, people who want to party doing jobs. Okay? I always love that in reality television. The simple life. You know, that's what I'm after. Um, I think that it's got female friendship. Something I love. Okay? We got Maria and Nikki. They're clearly like BFFs. I'm interested in how they navigate these waters. And then you got Pauly D. Always fun to watch. I liked. I also like Pauly and Vinny together. I know I don't it's like really like Vinny whatever, that much. I find him to be. I like him together. Too into himself. Now, um, something we didn't talk about is these guys. Guys, Darren's friends. Darren's friends are classic. You know, they're like Jersey Shore new class guys. Yeah. You know, uh, you got a couple guys from Jersey, a couple guys from New York. You know what I mean? One and from Staten Island. So, uh, but what's most interesting is Marie from our beloved challenge. Her first cousin, uh, this guy Antonio, who is the pool pool party poppy That's on Instagram. That's uh, He's on this show, and he does seem like he might be a barrel of fun. Yeah. Right? And he by seems barrel, like a, you mean he's short and stout? Well, I mean, come on now. He is fun. He seems to be the most likable of these three guys. And then there's a real tall guy who who, deal, who deals with cars in uh, in Staten Island. I, I'm a I, he's I, all gums. I sell cars. He's got a lot of gums in his mouth. Yeah, he's got a crush on Susie. And his pictures, me and Ashley laughed. They showed all the pictures of him in front of cars. He's got the same pose in front of these pictures with his eye, his arms just like real wide. It looks like he's just been photoshopped <laughs> into like 20 different pics. They had to do that on purpose. Had to, had to. And then there's the handsome guy. Yeah, who also seems to be a womanizer he seems like he's full of himself a womanizer he got in a fight with nikki that was odd i don't know what he's doing picking fights with ladies on the first day of the show I yeah mean, not a good luck you're gonna win you're gonna win that that that's for jersey shore circa 2006 yeah not 2020 i'll tell yeah. you that much 
Uh, all in all, I give this two friggin' thumbs up. I enjoyed this show. I'm looking forward to more of it. I'll give it one cold Pinot Grigio up. Mm. Now, we also watched Labor of Love this week. Unfortunately, we watched it a few days ago. I can't remember a goddamn thing. Ashley? Yes. What do you remember from uh, episode four, I believe, of, of uh, Labor of Love? First off, your beloved Matt went home. Matt went home. That's right. Matt Stryker had to go home. That was really tough. But he was looking weird on this show the past couple of episodes. What's so his it's deal? All I don't know. He, like, fell for this lady and then started to, like, realize that he was on a reality show about it and was like, I don't want to be here anymore, yeah. possibly. He got grumpy or something. But our man Stuart is staying strong. Yes, we love Stuart. Um, he's a favorite. I've been texting friends who are watching this, and by friends I do mean friend. And she also loves Stuart the most, so it's like everyone's pulling for Stuart. I think most people love Stuart. People aren't that into Trent, the goofy guy who's I like... I like Trent now. I'm a funny guy. I like Trent now. Mm, tell me I, why. I didn't like him when we got introduced to him all mm -hmm. the way episode three. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't know that guy was on the show until last episode, but... It does seem like he just showed up. Kind of, I just think he's kind of cool. I don't know. He you just, think he's kind of cool? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Listen, uh, you either have guys who are like old Italian guys, or you have like guys who with borderline personality disorder, or both, or you got a guy like Trent who's just having Stuart? fun. Stuart is the shining gem. Yeah. He's got a great job. He's a handsome guy. He's tall and he doesn't seem like a fucking weirdo. Yeah. And he so, wears suits to elimination ceremonies. He wears suits. Yeah, he wore a wore a bomber jacket to a dinner, but it was cash. You know what I mean? I, I didn't like that for Stuart. I think he was trying to act a little too young for what he actually is. But he's uh, nervous. All right, he's nervous. I, I think he's a he's a good guy, Stuart. And he's kind of funny, and he speaks yeah. his mind. Stuart's great. I don't mind Trent. I like Trent. I want to see what happens with Trent. I'm not interested. He's a 40-year-old tennis instructor who's like, my whole personality is that I'm wacky. Get out of here. God, Ash, that's my whole personality. No, your personality is that you're grumpy. There's a difference. <laughs> so who else got knocked off this episode? Uh, Matt and Trent, and then the guy... Uh, no, Trent didn't get knocked oh, off. Oh, you're right. Trent didn't <laughs> get knocked off. Um, who's the guy? Alan? Is that his name? He really dropped the ball on their date. They went on a date, and he just wanted to talk about the other guys in the house. Remember? Oh, right. He's the South African writer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, we all know the South African writer who called her Cindy, like uh, some episode. Mm -hmm. So, yes, that guy. G guy was clearly the most handsome guy in the house. He looked like a movie star. He really you said did. It. He really did. Uh, he looked like a movie star. I forgot the name of the guy, but he looks like a guy. And like a younger, more handsome version of him, too. Plus, yes. he's a writer. Plus, he's got a cool voice. So it seemed like that guy had everything going for him. But unfortunately, he wouldn't make out with her in front of the other guys. So he had to go. That's not, You're okay. You're a little... You're, you're generalizing what happened. Okay. She wanted to talk about like what his experience was like with getting to know her and stuff. And she was like, yeah, I'm making friends in the house. She was like, okay. He just wanted to talk about the dudes. And then when he was coming over for a nightcap, he's like, I'd love to have a drink with you and stuff. But um, like his name's Alan. Is that what you said? That's what you said. Oh yeah. His name's Alan. So she's like, I'd love to have a drink with you, but like, I don't want to do it in front of the other guys. And it's like, dude, they're in another house. They understand we're on a date. He really dropped the ball. Um, Why didn't he want to go in there? 
I don't know. It seems very odd. Because of the thing that happened earlier in the episode with Keith. Alan cooked her some food and took it over there. We all know he stole Keith's idea. Keith was going to cook her food and take it over there. Keith's a lunatic. You are only saying that because he threw the glass. Yeah, as that's soon as lunatic he threw the behavior. Glass, and when he cut Matt off from talking that one episode, oh, he was yeah. like screaming. He's like, and then he goes through the house like he's going to beat somebody up, like when Alan took he his idea. He could just be getting a bad edit. Oh, it's your idea to cook some food and bring it to the lady you guys are all courting. Sorry, Keith. Keith's up. Get Keith out of here. Yeah, he Keith is not my fave. I do like it's Grant now. Didn't like Grant before. Grant's the glasses guy? Who went on the date with yeah. the kids. Yeah. He's a little nervous. He's very nerdy, but he's, he's sweet. He's... I like this show. Me too. I don't like her, really. Nah. I don't know a thing about Who her. Gives a shit? She I'm glad that we barely get any of her. Yeah. The, to me, the show is about that house of goobers. Yes, okay? of course. It should be called Gooberville. <laughs> yeah, it really should. Folks, that has been the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. As we said, we do a Patreon show. That's uh, Reality Blows Patreon. You can find that. RealityBlowsPodcast at gmail.com is our email. You can find uh, everything at RealityBlowsPodcast.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to this motherfucker on Apple Podcasts and everywhere else. And, uh, folks, we had a great time talking to you. We will be back on Thursday talking about the next episode of MDV's The Challenge. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.